On the sixth day of creation, God made man from the dust of the earth and called his name Adam, which means red dirt. Adam's knowledge of the earth and its universe, along with how the universe began, was given to him by God. Adam had faith in God's word. He was not an eyewitness to creation. He had to believe the Father's word. God established the faith standard as the means by which man would interact with him from the very beginning. Faith that worketh by love is the currency of the kingdom of God, and without it, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11:6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God didn't choose beauty or muscle, wealth or military might as his standard of acceptance. He chose faith in Christ Jesus. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall should not perish but have everlasting life. Faith is the world's most valuable resource because by faith we access all the marvelous promises of God, which includes the glorious promise of eternal life, and it all begins at the place Jesus calls born again. Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Every man of every persuasion has been dealt a portion of faith. The question to every man is, will that faith be allowed to grow? And if one does, that childlike faith will vanquish all the problems a life will encounter. John 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Put your baby faith in Christ and everything changes, even your name. You will become brand new. 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Let me underscore the word new. Today everything changes. All your sin and shame will be washed away. Today all of Satan's bondages, no matter how formidable, will be obliterated. Today the joy of the Lord will be your strength. Will today be yours? Use your faith and escape the devil's darkness. Follow me in this simple prompt and you will see the light. Here we go. Are you ready? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. God said, Romans chapter 8, 37 through 39, Now in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. 
For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God said, Matthew chapter 10, 28 through 31, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Man said, There is no need for the so-called God of the Bible in our enlightened, educated society. He has become irrelevant. How did we get here? There was a big bang out of virtually nothing. Now add a whole lot of time and fortuitous chance, and here we are. Makes sense, don't you think? Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 996, that will once again contend for the faith and certify by highly credible third-party sources the beautiful inerrancy of the Holy Bible. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as a dynamic soul-winning resource. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of five highly beneficial God Said, Man Said features. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download nearly 408 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Number four, sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast, and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday eve. And five, follow God Said, Man Said on Facebook and Instagram and give your social media feed the fresh bread it needs. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. In heaven, there is no coronavirus or death or sickness of any kind. Originally, there was none of this on the earth either. Because of the sin of unbelief, we lost it all. Prior to sin, the whole earth, man to lion, ate a vegetarian diet, and the tree of life was in the midst of the paradise of God. As a result of sin, the law of sin and death began to reign, and man and other members of God's creation began to eat other creatures. Explicit dietary instructions and prohibitions were given by God, but men have chosen to disregard them. In the God Said, Man Said feature coronavirus, you won't believe it, we cited God's commandment concerning a list of unclean creatures classified as abominations that should not be eaten and whose dead carcasses one should not touch, and one of those creatures is the bat. According to medical researchers, this coronavirus global pandemic is the result of eating and handling bats. It is not even remotely possible. You cannot disregard, which is to mock God's instructions, without suffering the curse of your error, 
Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Death and mayhem follow disobedience. This is an immutable law. At the time this feature is published, COVID-19 is the global fear du jour. The entire world is gripped by its terror. There is always something for the sons and daughters of Adam to fear, and if not, the media will surely create one. Don't participate. Many years ago, Bill Clinton was running for his first term as president of the United States. He ran on the idea that the U.S. was experiencing its worst economy in 50 years, putting America back to the era of the Great Depression. I'm in the marketing business on the very front lines, and Clinton's claims had no foundation in truth. The economy was doing well, but the media terrified the American people with their typical, uh, typical liberal distortions. It was January 2nd in that time of manufactured economic woe when the following conversation occurred. I was in the television studio doing voiceover work for various commercials when one of the owners of the studio and also of a sizable cable TV network asked me what my company and I were going to do about the proposed economic collapse. I told him I had given it some consideration, but I decided not to participate. He laughed, but I was serious. I explained that if our sales closing ratio drops in half, we'll simply make twice as many sales presentations. We'll work harder, and by God's great promises, we will succeed. One year later to the day, that owner came to see me again and said, Last year when you told me you'd considered the dire economic predictions and said you had decided not to participate, I found that humorous. When I left you, I went directly to our company's annual sales meeting where we set the annual goals and established the company mood for the New Year's efforts. I told my company what you said, and they all had a good laugh. But then it dawned on us. We don't have to participate either. We decided to follow your lead, and guess what? We had our best year ever. He asked me about the results my company had seen, and it too was our best year ever. We decided not to participate in the manufactured fear. It is easy to speak boldly when promises like Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 are yours. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The physical man eats food, and the spiritual man eats words. Consider Job 34.3. For the ear trieth words, as the mouth tasteth meat. The spiritual man literally eats words. Fearful words are devil's food. When one participates in fear, it is a devil's feast. Don't feed the devils. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear is ungodly. 
The redeemed must shake it off. As you'll see in this feature, today's science is beginning to understand the dramatic effect words which function on a spiritual platform have on the entire physical world. God is a spirit, and he created all physical things out of the invisible. Physical things are a product of and respond to the spiritual realm. The spiritual man eats words. Jesus answers the devil's challenge in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, but he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then he states in John chapter 6, 33 through 35, For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, every more give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. The spiritual man eats words. Please note that we each personally choose our menu. We are made in God's image and after his likeness, Genesis 1, 26 and 27. And it should be no surprise that we have God-like brain power between our ears that God alone can unlock. God did not design the mind-brain to eat negative and fearful words. Instead, his diet for the spiritual man is typified in Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think, think on these things. In Romans 8, verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And in Isaiah 54, 17, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. The mind-brain has been designed to work optimally when faith that worketh by love and hope abound, and these attributes must first be rooted in the heart. Medical science knows the benefits of these powers uniquely demonstrated in what they call the placebo effect. The power to overcome fear and dread resides in the heart. Proverbs 4, verse 23, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The heart has its own brain. It is the seat of your emotions. When the Word of God is written on the tables of the heart, Proverbs and 2 Corinthians, success is assured. Dr. Don Colbert, in his book Deadly Emotions, had this to say about the heart. How can this be? In recent years, neuroscientists have discovered that the heart has its own independent nervous system. At least 40,000 nerve cells exist in a human heart. That's the same amount found in various subcortical centers of the brain. In other words, the heart is more than a mere biological pump. These abundant nerve cells give it a thinking, feeling capability. The heart's brain and the nervous system relay messages back and forth between the brain and the skull, creating a two-way communication between these two organs. 
In the 1970s, the physiologists John and Beatrice Lacey of the Fells Research Institute found a flaw in current popular thinking about the brain. The popular approach was to assume that the brain made all of the body's decisions. The Lacey's research indicated otherwise. Specifically, these researchers found that while the brain may send instructions to the heart through the nervous system, the heart doesn't automatically obey. Instead, the heart seems to respond at times if it is considering the information that it has received. The selectivity of the heart's response suggested to the Lacey's that the heart does not mechanically respond to the brain's signals. Rather, the heart seems to have an opinion of its own, which it communicates back to the brain. What was even more interesting in the Lacey's research was the fact that the messages that the heart sent to the brain seemed to be ones that the brain not only understood but obeyed. In effect, the heart and brain hold an intelligent dialogue. At times, the heart submits to the brain, and on other occasions, the brain seems to submit to the heart. The message from the heart appear to be capable of affecting the individual's behavior. End of quote. Everything is made out of words. God literally spoke us into existence. Science was shocked to learn that your DNA, which carries the instructions of life, is a four-letter alphabet that arranges these instructions in the form of words, sentences, paragraphs, chapters, and volumes, and that it houses the world's most sophisticated proofing and editing system. Words are everything. As John 1.1 tells you, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It should then be understood that feeding the brain negative and fearful words will generate deadly fruit. What is commonly overlooked is that far below consciousness, the brain is performing a vast array of procedures that are a result of the words that has been fed. In the book Switch on Your Brain, Dr. Leaf describes the science of thought. What you wire into your brain through thinking is stored in your non-conscious mind. The non-conscious mind is where 99.9% of our mind activity is. It is the root level that stores the thoughts with the emotions and perceptions, and it impacts the conscious mind and what we say and do. Everything is first a thought. The non-conscious, metacognitive level is on the far left. It is where 90 to 99% of the action in your mind is. Your thinking and thought building happen on this level. This level operates at about 400 billion actions per second and drives the conscious cognitive level. It operates 24 hours a day, end of quote. In the book, The Biology of Belief, Dr. B.H. Lipton writes of the power of the subconscious mind. When it comes to sheer neurological processing abilities, the subconscious mind is more than a million times more powerful than the conscious mind. If the desires of the conscious mind conflict with the programs in the subconscious mind, which mind do you think will win out? However, neuroscience has now established that the conscious mind runs the show at best only about 5% of the time. It turns out that the programs acquired by the subconscious mind shape 95% or more of our life's experiences. End of quote. Don't feed the devils. Godlike brains are designed to thrive on faith and hope. 
Feed that brain fear and dread and expect despair, sickness, and death at the conscious and subconscious levels. Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Again, Dr. Leaf. It is very interesting that every cell in the body is connected to the heart, and the brain controls the heart and the mind controls the brain. So whatever we are thinking about affects every cell in our body. End of quote. Words. Everything is words. Dr. Lipton addresses the ethereal power of words, again from his book, Biology of Belief. Thought energy can activate or inhibit the cell's function producing proteins via the mechanics of constructive and destructive interference. The fact is that harnessing the power of your mind can be more effective than the drugs you have been programmed to believe you need. The research previously described found that energy is a more efficient means of affecting matter than chemicals. End of quote. Feeding your heart a diet of fearful and dreadful words always creates, again, always creates killer stress and anxiety. If I participate in this exercise, I will find the results to always, I said, always be dire. From Switch on Your Brain. Research shows that 75 to 98 percent of mental, physical, and behavioral illness comes from one's thought life. This staggering and eye-opening statistic means only 2 to 25 percent of mental and physical illnesses come from the environment and genes. Every day, scientists are discovering the precise pathways by which changes in human consciousness produce changes in our brains and bodies. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Whatever you believe in and hope for becomes substance on a physical level, and you act upon this. This process can move in either direction, negative or positive. End of quote. Back to Dr. Lipton, who writes about a diet of constant stress and fear and how it affects health. We live in a get-set world, and an increasing body of research suggests that our hypervigilant lifestyle is severely impacting the health of our bodies. Our daily stressors are constantly activating the HPA axis, priming our bodies for action. Unlike competitive athletes, the stresses in our body are not released from the pressures generated by our chronic fears and concerns. Almost every major illness that people acquire has been linked to chronic stress. Between 75 and 90 percent of primary care physician visits have stress as a major contributing factor, end of quote. Dr. Colbert uh, concurs very early in his book, Deadly Emotions. According to the American Institute of Stress, between 75 and 90 percent of all visits to primary care physicians result from stress-related disorders, but the treatment for stress is usually very superficial, medically speaking. Underscoring the results of stress, fear, and anxiety, Dr. Colbert expounds. Stress reactions at the cellular level are pervasive and far-reaching. Fear, for example, triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical stress reactions and activates more than 30 different hormones and neurotransmitters. As is the case with all intense, toxic emotions, 
A chemical response occurs in the brain when a person experiences severe fear. This chemical activity excites these vital brain centers in the amygdala in particular. Fear and anxiety seem to occur on the same general spectrum. Fear is a concentrated, short-term bout of anxiety. It's the acute, immediate, anxious response. End of quotes. As for how stress, fear, anxiety, and other negative thoughts affect the body and mind, Dr. Caroline Leaf writes, Taking this to a deeper level, research shows that DNA actually changes shape according to our thoughts. As you think those negative thoughts about the future, the week ahead, what person might say or do, even in the absence of concrete stimulus, the toxic thinking will change your brain wiring in a negative direction and throw your mind and body into stress. According to Dr. Herbert Benson, M.D., president of Harvard Medical School's Mind-Body Institute, negative thinking leads to stress, which affects our body's natural healing capacities. Toxic thinking wears down the brain, end of quotes. And in the prologue of Switch on Your Brain, you'll find this sentence penned by Peace Pilgrim. If you realized how powerful your thoughts are, you would never think a negative thought. Our brains have built-in godlike capabilities, and God unleashes those powers to they who feed upon the bread from heaven. The mind works optimally when it is fed faith and hope. The physical man eats physical food. The spiritual man eats words. Job 34.3, For the ear trieth words, as the mouth tasteth meat. Get a Holy Ghost attitude. Cast off the damned words of the Antichrist and put on the mind of Christ, whose name is the Word of God. You will be the words you eat. Remember, don't feed the devils a feast of fear. Remember, fear is ungodly. Remember, don't participate. God said, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. God said, Romans eight thirty-seven through 39, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God said, Matthew ten twenty-eight through 31, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Man said, There is no need for the so-called God of the Bible in our enlightened, educated society. He has become irrelevant. How did we get here? There was a big bang out of virtually nothing. Now add a whole lot of time and fortuitous chance, and here we are. Makes sense, don't you think? Now you have 
the record.